in episode 161. It sparked, it sparked a discussion we were trying to have uh, and in the worst possible place, you know, shared hotel room with the kids. Uh, you know, they were just one door away. She said, I, I can't understand why you would put want to put yourself voluntarily into a um, into a minority uh, persecuted group. So the thing is, like, are you really putting yourself in that minority or you are in that minority? Yeah. Regardless yeah. Of, of you presenting one way or the other, you are in that minority. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast, the podcast that says Yas to cross-dressing sexuality and gender. I'm your trans host, Billy, back again with the continuation of my curious conversation with Sophia Less, aka Stiletto, from episode 25. In this episode, Sophia tells me about her recent fears on her gender journey. She asked me about my recent church experiences, and we chat a bit about the Cross Yas confidential discord. I think you'll like hearing the rest of her story. I know I did. Uh, just re-listening to it, I was getting a bit emotional, and and I, honestly, I'm really surprised I didn't I didn't just have a full on cry. Uh, well, anyway, here she is. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Yes, 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 yes. Cross, yes, podcast, which is Elm so and Billy. Yes, 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 yes. One of the recent guests on the podcast said that Brianna said, I think that she's tired of dressing, tired of not presenting how she feels. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a guest prior said something about dressing as a boy and it hit me like really hard and, and it really verbalized for me. I think I am now dressing as a boy uh, begrudgingly rather than as I want to and feel Mm -hmm. like I am inside, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I I get really scared of that. Am I on a unstoppable slippery slope to somewhere that I can't and, and don't want to go personally, which is transition. Um, is it inevitable? Is it out of my control? Is the kind of panic that's been setting in? Um, What's your fear about? Or what do you I think fear, your fear is with transitioning? If, that, um, if that's the end result or, or whatever. It's my marriage. Um, yeah, it's my marriage. In my, in my head, I do not want to transition. Um, anyway, regardless, mm-hmm. um, my heart, I, I, my, my marriage, my wife are more important to me than, um, my inner happiness around gender issues. Mm-hmm. It's very much a second or third place to, to, to my marriage, uh, be worried about my kids. Um, but um yeah i would never ever want to be in a situation where either my either me or my wife would have to choose um mm-hmm. because I, 
yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Um, and, and it's not so critical that I can't carry on, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's not the, the final piece of the puzzle for me, mm-hmm. uh, to happiness. I don't know whether anything is going to result in happiness for me. And that's been one of the, the thoughts that's been going around my head recently is maybe, you know, like I, I, I don't get to have hair on my head. That's just not for me in this life. Right. Uh, it's gone. <laughs> I had accepted it, but with these gender issues, it's really re- rearing its head again. Um, it's like, I don't, that's just not for me. You know, I've got, I've got good things. I've got a lack of some things. And I just think like, like the hair on my head, maybe physical appearance wise, sort of visual happiness in my body uh, and my representation just isn't for me. I don't, that's just one of those things I'm just not going to get in this life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get to be a racing driver, <laughs> which is what I wanted to be as a kid. And I'm not going to be, I don't get to be happy looking in the mirror. You know, that's been, I know it's, I know it sounds like a bit wallowy, but I don't, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a struggle that you're dealing with and it's real, hmm. you know, I'm sure there's probably a lot of listeners on here that are, they're going to be listening to this and they're going to reach out to me and be like, Sophia mentioned this one part and like, I feel the same way. Uh, yeah, you that's think freaking hard. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Yeah, that's so hard, and and I I really feel for you on there. Um, have have you I, have you spoke to your wife about this at all? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we we went on holiday, and I and I have just been in such a crisis about this stuff, and and I put a post out on Instagram, uh, saying saying so, you know without being one of these kind of uh uh people who post something on social media and and then just so they get someone who's to say you okay hun in the comments you know uh, i'm not I, i'm absolutely not for attention but just by way of explanation that i'm not posting or 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 tracking anything is that i i need a break mm-hmm. um i can't deal with the tension anymore and i need to push it away for a bit because otherwise I'm quite at risk of purging everything. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but I, yeah, I've been feeling like I just, I can't do this struggle anymore. I can't keep trying to feel happy and failing um, because the crash is never worth the effort. Um, and maybe I'm better just ditching, ditching the whole idea. I, you know, I can feel however I feel inside, but I don't, um, it's, it's too hard to try and represent that in a satisfying way on the outside. Um, there's a lot of pressures and, and things. And so I, I, I got, um, a couple of sample sections of books on, um, my Kindle for when I went away and I, and, and I'd sworn off, you know, anything non cisgendered during holiday, but I started reading this, this chapter and it, it was a book called they, them, there. Um, and it's, it's, um, 
uh, it's non-binary representation. It's actually a more serious research-driven sort of explanation. And it's just the first chapter, but it's tremendous. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Uh, a lot of things connected with me. Uh, you know, I will be buying the full book um, if I don't swear off everything. Uh, but um, don't don't do it. Don't don't swear. <laughs> um, and I and I said to my, you know, would you read this? Would you because because they say a lot of things in the book that I that I'm I'm connecting with right now. Um, and so she she did, uh, and. Um, it sparked a discussion we were trying to have uh, and in the worst possible place, you know, shared hotel room with the kids. Uh, you know, they were just one door away and kept coming in for various things. And um, uh, and, and we were close to a, a low level argument. It was a passionate discussion, but it, it never mm-hmm. it was never, never nasty or, or, or a full on fight or anything. Um. But I was saying, you know, I, I just, I just don't know how to keep dressing as a boy. Um, having people prejudge me as a cis man. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's feeling really tough at the moment. I don't want to be associated with masculinity, um, even just at, at someone's first meeting of me, um, and I don't want to be limited by masculine presentation or, or masculine behaviors or, or expectations. It, those are the things that were really chiming with me in, in, in what, what the book was saying. And so she said, why, you know, uh, what's, what's the point? What, what's the, what's the crux of what you're feeling? And, you know, I said, why does there need to be a crux? It's 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 just a bunch of feelings. I, I don't have an explanation. You know, it, there's not one issue. I can't I can't give you that answer. Um, uh, I, you know, um, I think I would feel more positive about myself, and 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 I have been the closest I have been to self acceptance has been uh, when I've been able to be. Um, you. presenting would have been able to be me, but but presenting what I feel inside. Um, mm. And so we had this chat, and she said, "But what's the upside?" And I was well, if all of that doesn't sound like an upside, I'm not sure what else to tell you, right? So, um, but she is very. I get. I think her number one goal in life is to never stand out, to mm. never draw attention. Um, and that applies to more than just the way she dresses, um, but the way she behaves, um, how she behaves with her family, how we parent, how we operate in the community where we live and, and, and things like that. Um, quite fearful. Um, and so she said, she said, I, I can't understand why you would put want to put yourself voluntarily into a um, into a minority uh, persecuted group. So the thing is, like, are you really putting yourself in that minority or you are in that minority? Yeah, regardless yeah. Of, of 
you presenting one way or the other. You are in that minority. Uh, you hiding and not dealing. I don't, I don't want to say dealing, but dealing with um, dealing with it. I mean that you're still in that minority. I am, but no one else knows. I think is the is is the is the struggle. So like, you know, to me that sounds worse. Does it? It does. Because you, you, how are you supposed to get any kind of support? If you're if you're alone and hiding your struggle, you the right. time you had seemed like the best time you had was when you had the support group, and you're going out and you're being able to be yourself and and be seen and be known. But now you're hiding, and <laughs> the complete opposite of the way you were before, and you're you know miserable and you know you're saying you're overweight and all this other stuff and. Like I'm seeing the connection, sure. Yeah, and I, and I I I know it's it's difficult, you know, in in the marriage situation, and, and and I totally understand all that stuff. But regardless of of how you're presenting, you are in that minority. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's silly. It's silly little things, surface little things. I think that bring it really into focus for me. It's like being encouraged to put your pronouns on your email signature at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to. Um, because as much of an ally as I am, and I am voluntarily part of a diversity and inclusion group at work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I did as a response to Black Lives Matter, but is much more about all, all the battles. Um, I can't bring myself to put my pronouns down because. What's the fear? Uh, firstly, I, I guess I haven't really decided. I, I'm not 100% on they, them. I like the uh, Ziza um, pronouns. Pro- they, they, you know, they work. But pronouns can change. I don't want to come out at work uh, without permission or without sharing a, a shared decision with my wife and mm-hmm. um i don't want to commit to he him and then change mm-hmm. you know it just feels really i had to write a bio piece recently and i just i kept using my first name over and over because i couldn't write a pronoun um i, I couldn't do it it was it was upsetting me and i remember talking to someone who was having was trying to apply to jobs and mm-hmm. they wanted jobs to be applied to in your birth assigned gender uh, because of paperwork and identification and all that rubbish um, and they were taking half a day to a day to fill in a form because they were in tears and they, and they didn't know how to do it and I, I, I couldn't identify with that struggle but I'm starting to and this this is part of that feeling of am I just on a roller coaster? Am I just am I on a on a conveyor belt that I can't stop? Um, and that's that's causing a feeling of panic. And like I was at a trade show a um, year or so ago, and one of the marketing ladies uh, looked me up and down and said where's your tie? Mm. And, and I said, I didn't bring one. Uh, I just wear an open shirt, open collar, just 
top button undone and a suit. So I don't like it at the best of times, but I, yeah. Uh, 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 she said, um, gentlemen wear ties at our events. And that still rings around my head all the time mm. is, you know, firstly, are we instructing the ladies what to wear? No, <laughs> by, by the look of the diversity of presentation. No. Um, secondly, I hate ties. I hate them. I think that they are more of a, um, more of a block to congenial, uh, interaction than they are a gateway to, to it now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like if our Prince of Wales as, uh, Yes, he's now the Prince of Wales. Um, sure. Uh, if if Prince William can give an OBE to a dying woman in an open shirt, then I think mm -hmm. I can attend a trade show without a tie on. You know, it's it's like this is 2022. Do we really have to be strangling ourselves? Um, I find the tie really an oppressive thing to to wear and look at on myself. <laughs> Um, and that just, yeah, that, that always bothers me. And it's, it's just this expectation. Oh, you're a man. You should do this. You're a man. You should be able to do that. Or you, sh you have all of these pre preconceptions. I already have a big disadvantage in the fact that I've got no hair on my head. And that seems to be a problem for, uh, visually seeming quite incompetent, I think, or, or, um, unremarkable or forgettable, I guess, is, is, I guess, what I feel from people. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of kind of piled together junk, but I'm sorry. That's gotta be really tough. Really sorry. No. Um, I, 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 I yeah, I didn't want this to be a pity party because there's a lot of good things. No, it's a no, lot of, it's, a lot it's of fun okay. stuff okay. that I've done. No, you know? you've, you've done a lot of fun stuff and you've done a lot of cool stuff. And, and I love that. It's so awesome. And this isn't a pity party. You know, you, you're you sharing like your your thoughts and feelings that that are, you know, that have been bothering you on your mind. And that, that's that's awesome. Um, I mean, <laughs> the thoughts and stuff may not be like, that awesome, but <laughs> the fact they're being vulnerable and, and letting this stuff out, that's that's great. I don't have a conclusion. You know, it's very, it's always tempting to, I, I was very tempted to put this, this off um, until I had reached a decision, until I had reached a, uh, you know, this is just the, the low point and now it's all high and everything's great or um, whatever. But I don't know, is there value to being in the struggle and just saying this is, I, I don't have the answers. I don't know right now. I, th I think it's totally fine. I don't think you're, ex you should know all the answers. I don't know all the answers. I don't know <laughs> most of the answers people ask me. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know where I'm going, but you know, I'm just, I'm just like here for the ride. You yeah. mentioned the, you know, on the roller coaster, I stopped resisting mm -hmm. that conveyor belt. I stopped resisting the conveyor belt. And for me, it's been pretty fucking great, honestly. Have I had my low points? Hell yeah, I've had my low points. But the highs have been way higher than I, I, I ever could have imagined. 
uh, what especially compared to the the lows the highs or the highs uh i love that i can do this podcast and connect with yeah. so many people like for me that is that is huge that's so huge um i've been whenever i go out like so many people just i don't know they start people are like starting to like just be attracted to me just like they start coming towards me and talk to me all the time never you've got a great you've got a great spirit you know people just like i I imagine that i don't get it i imagine that's your own comfort shining out though and that's magnetic i think it probably is but like that never happened before Mm. just uh Mm. this last sunday i was going to church and i got out of my car and this this lady like gets out around the same time and she walks up to me. She's like, oh, I love your top. And you know, we just start talking for like 10 minutes on the walk to the church. And like that, for me, that was huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel like so good, made me feel good about myself. Um, throughout this whole process, like what biggest, one of the biggest highs for me is just being more outgoing and, and just be able to connect, like connecting with people is so huge for yeah. me. Can I ask you about church? Because I know you've mentioned it a few times. I'm Christian, but I I haven't attended church for a long time. How how have you found a church where where you feel comfortable? How, has there been any uncomfortable situations around your trans identity uh, as part of that? Has it been has it been what what church should be, which is inclusive and and glorious? Um. That's a good question because um, I was going to a, a one church for several months, and I, I, I've never been like super religious or, or spiritual or anything. But I started going um, on Easter, and it was going great. Like everyone there was like super nice and welcoming, and, and I want to say accepting of me. Like everyone, just like just like everywhere else, everyone just like they fucking flock to me. I don't get it. I nice. don't get it. I know I'm different. I know I stand out. But Enjoy it. <laughs> people just think they, they come and talk to me and, and I start talking like I become a motor mouth. I can't shut up. And it's, it was it was good. It built a lot of um, I felt like good relationships, good friendships and stuff. And I was meeting uh, pastors, two of the pastors on Thursday nights, just kind of here and there. And we're talking about like identity and um, like, you know, my identity in Christ and I was talking about how, like, I I was struggling with, um, for a while there, I was struggling with uh, two identities. Well, I guess three. It became three. Yeah. Um, my male identity, my female identity, and then my identity in Christ. Um, the male identity, my struggle there was it still being there. I don't, like, I don't want it there. And it's it's really only there at, like, work. Like, I want to get away from it. It's just, I can't fucking get away from it for whatever reason. Uh, The female identity struggle is, you know, just being comfortable with myself and and like the self-acceptance stuff. Yeah. Um, The identity in Christ is just, you know, because I've never been religious or anything. So believing in stuff is, it's difficult for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then towards a few weeks ago, I met with them for the last time on a Thursday and 
it quickly became, uh, you know, we're going to tell you this stuff that's really hard and, you know, we love you, we love you, but, you know, you're in the eyes of God, you're a man, you're born this, you know, you're born a man, so you're a man. <sighs> so, you know, you find Christ, you'll be, become a man. And it's like, I immediately started feeling defensive and I, I kind of stopped talking. Um, yeah. So for me, you know, it's like, yeah. It's like, I love you, but, you know, it's like, that's not, yeah. you, I, you I feel like I feel like better. a project, at, at, mm-hmm. at a, at, you know, there's, there's this mm-hmm. kind of veneer of acceptance, but actually it's so that, that you, they can change you. Mm-hmm. I've, I felt that before. I personally yeah, you know. completely and totally disagree. You are a child of God. You are the way God made you mm-hmm. out of, mm-hmm. out of your struggle will come will come a growth in your spirit oh, yeah. that will be oh, yeah. eternal, you know? And, and I, 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 I want to, I want to tell you that, that that's just crap. It's just, yeah, no, it is. It is just so and, you know, rubbish. And, and all of that, like through a few of the sermons, you know, they're always like, you know, shame and all this stuff is like, or, you know, hiding your true self is, you know, sinning and stuff. So, yeah, in my mind, it's like, okay, my old self was me sinning and, and hiding who I really am because I'm putting this mask on, trying to be this, this man, you know, I've done all the man stuff. Yeah. I have had a manly job. I got married. I don't, well, I didn't have kids, but you know, had a wife and all the typical man stuff, right? Wasn't happy, miserable. Uh, but now like in this last few years after letting my trying to let my shame go and, and you know talking to my ex-wife for the first time and then Giselle for the second time fucking Giselle is I don't know magic somehow um like I've just I've become I guess who I was meant to be who I was supposed to be so for the idea of me being pushed back into that box mm. Mm. for me it's terrifying and I would I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go back in that box. No, and they make and I, it I, seem like it's a choice between being yourself or being accepted to God, acceptable to God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is it's like I am the way I've been this way my whole life. Yeah, me hiding this way has been most of my life, and it wasn't great. Yeah. So you know, I was through that whole like discussion or whatever. Like I cried the whole way home. It's like a 30 minute drive. I cried the whole way home. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, it's fine. Uh, I've, I've done a lot of processing in those last few weeks. Like it I, makes me I, really angry I, though. It makes me, it makes me really angry mm-hmm. that, that they've misrepresented God, well, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I still like the people. I still, I, I'm the person that still likes everybody because it's me. Um, but, you know, in all of that, I've, I've gotten like some radical self-acceptance, probably the right. complete opposite of what they were wanting me to do. Um, I, I proposed the question on the, the cross Discord. If you're not on the Discord, get on the Discord. Uh, sorry, I had to throw a commercial in there. Um, cool. It's been an hour and a half of no commercial, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I posed a, a question on the Discord to people, and it was really for myself. 
And it was if, if somebody offered a cure for my transness, for me to be cis male or whatever, would I want that? And I'm, I was thinking, you know, maybe like three years ago when I was like, you know, the fish underwater and I didn't know, I didn't really realize who I am or what I am or accept who I am or what I am. I probably would take that pill or that magic cure or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But now, now that I, I, I know who I am and I love who I am, I love who I've become. I love that I can connect with people on here and share their stories. I love that. Uh, I would never, ever, ever, ever take that, that magic cure ever. I, I would never want to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, so in all that, I, I've gotten radical self-acceptance. Um, I went to a, I've been to a couple churches since then. Cause I, I, well, back up the following Saturday after the Thursday, I went up to, it was like one of the head pastors last services or something. So I went there and I just, I felt like my old mask coming on. Like okay. I just, I was there, but I felt like shit. I didn't want to like just the old mask. Like it was just all the old that, feelings that I, I used to feel. Is that a physical pre- presentation or, or that's what you're feeling inside? Uh, feeling inside because I still yeah. went uh, in female mode or femme or whatever and I felt it that Saturday I went the Sunday because they had like a potluck thing that I agreed to bring stuff to uh, and I felt it really hardcore there mm-hmm. um, uh, that church was really big on like small groups and yeah. there's been I never really like pushed getting it, joining a small group because you know, they're really gendered. There's like the male, female, yep. and then like the co-ed group. The place is already kind of far from me and the co-ed group's times didn't really work. I don't feel like I belong in the male group. I also don't really feel like I belong in the female group. So it's like I never yep. really made a whole lot of effort. Um, I was offered to join a women's group by like one of the leaders of one of the women's groups. Okay that my one of my friends was in or is in but like two weeks past i didn't hear anything about it and then like that friend like told me one day after church she's like billy i have some she's like like hyperventilating like just really stressed out you can just physically you'd see it in her body and she's like billy um this is really hard for me to tell you um but you you can't join the women's group yeah and like it was heartbreaking for her um, so then that last Sunday that I went there, some at the potluck thing, another lady offered me to join their small group. And I saw my friend kind of interject and she said, um, is it a women's group? Is it co-ed group? And like that, like I was already like feeling the mask and just didn't really feel mm-hmm. like I was like belonged and just seeing her like struggle with like those mental gymnastics of this. Um, it, it just, it killed me, it killed me so much. And I was like, from that point on, I was like, I can't do this. I can't go back. Yeah. Um, and then like that night I went home, uh, I was, I was like, I was like full on, my emotions were just like full on, like yeah, filled to the brim, like borderline suicide. I've never been suicidal, but if I didn't seek out help, I feel like maybe I could have gotten to that point. Um, okay. so I, I reached out to my ex-wife and talked to her for like three hours and 
Like I had this, this huge Gloria fear that you of like, about before? yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I feared like losing my friend Gloria over this and that whole, like the whole next week, like I was just, I already knew I wasn't going to go back and yeah. Um, I told her the following Saturday, you know, cause she reached out to me. He's like, Hey, you want to go to this thing with me? And, and I said, um, I think I'm, I'm going to step back from that church because I just, I can't, it's not, it's not for me. And, you know, she's like, she's like, I totally understand. Um, she's, you know, she's super, super cool. I love her. And that next Sunday I went to a church that's close by to me. And the funny thing is I got recognized for the podcast there. No way. Wow. Awesome. I totally did. <laughs> and they joined the discord. They joined the discord. Sweet. Um, so that was, that was a funny story. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell it. Um, so I go to the church and uh, I won't, I'm going to use his name, but I'll just, I'm just say the, the guy, the guy uh, or the person, the person like after the service, they like, they had like a, they had a potluck. Potlucks are very popular at churches, apparently. Um, they had a potluck, and and that person invited me to their table. Uh, Gigi, Gigi on the server. I think that's how you say it. Gigi, I'll just say Gigi. Gigi invited me to the table and like introduced me to a couple family members, and we chit chatted for a little while. And the family members left, and Gigi like asked me like, "How'd you end up in California?" or something like that. And I do my my normal story, which is. Uh, I, I tend, tend to start my story from when my wife, my ex-wife came out to me and I, and I start going, okay, this is kind of a long story, but I'll tell it anyway. Cause that's how I always started off. And Gigi leans in and goes, um, I'm going to make your long story short. You're Billy from Krasias. And I'm like, I am. <laughs> so, uh, Weird, wow. weird uh, being recognized for the podcast in person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially for as few episodes as I've done. I know Giselle's bitter. You'll, you'll be signing autographs <laughs> soon, I think. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> um, but Gigi's awesome. Uh, Gigi and her wife are on, is on the, the Discord. Um, I didn't have any issues with the church. I just, it, you know, just wasn't for me. I think, and yeah, I also don't like them knowing all of my maybe some of my personal bits. <laughs> in that kind of a setting i imagine it's a it's it's a weird introduction yeah where where people kind of know very very core intimate stuff about you before you know their name that's kind of a weird and and i'm and i'm i'm a very open person these days so it's like it's not that big of a deal but eh, there's certain things like maybe it's uh, i just want to separate a little bit um so after that two weeks ago i started going to another church and it's an episcopal church Okay. And as soon as I went there, there's like a ton of like trans people there. Um, ah, okay. They had like a big pride flag hanging outside. Yes. Awesome. Um, I, I go in, I do the service and service is completely different from anything I've ever done. Like most like I've done like Christian services where, you know, they, they do like the music, you walk in, you find your chair, seat. they do like an opening prayer. You sit down, they do the sermon, 
you know, and then they do another prayer and they play music and you leave. That's yeah. most typical of ones I've ever done. And this one's like, it's very participation heavy. Right. There's a lot of singing. There's a lot of like the, I don't know the hierarchy of the minister, pastor, reverend, or whatever they are. They'll say something and then you say something. Sometimes it's in unison. They'll do this in like Mandarin, oh, okay. Spanish, and English at this one. Nice. Very, they, they practice radical inclusion, which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, so after the first service, after I did the, the body and the blood of Christ, which new to me, I've never done that before. It sounds very Church of England style. Yeah. That I'm I, used I think, to. I think it is, but I think they like split off and it's like the American version or something. Right. right. I don't really know. There's, there's, a, um, there's, a, there's a sort of quasi-Catholicism aspect mm-hmm. to it. It's, it's a little mm-hmm. bit like Mass where you've got that kind of rote stuff you, you have to get through. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I really enjoy it. I like all the singing mm-hmm. and stuff. It's, it's cool. Keeps me engaged. Yeah. Um, after that first service, I was sitting next to somebody and they, they introduced themselves to me and they introduced me to a bunch of other um, LGBT alphabet people. Um, one of them is, I think, non-binary. And the other one was a bisexual woman. They both invited me to lunch. So mm-hmm. I went to lunch. Uh, and the non-binary person, like, apparently is the head of the LGBT group there. They have a support group and they have, like, a Bible study or something. I'm actually going to a, a uh, they're doing a movie night tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They're doing, it's, um, but I'm not a cheerleader. I think it's about like a cheerleader goes to a conversion therapy camp or something, which is weird in a church to me, <laughs> but they're doing a movie night slash drag slash karaoke night. Wow. That so sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm going to go to that. That's why I couldn't yeah. get this tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, that was great. Then I went the next Sunday. I, I That was when the lady, you know, coming out of the car, talked to me on the whole way up there. She was great. Um, they had like, a, they call it homecoming. Some like special holiday. I don't know. It's new to me. I uh, went after that. I got introduced to more people and they had like a art show thing. They have like an art guild. And I was just, I talked to some old lady and I was like showing her because I do watercolors. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was, see them. Uh, <laughs> and I was just, you know, I was just showing her like a couple of my arts and she's like, oh, you should join the guild. They have an art guild. So immediately I'm just like, it's not like uh, at the other place where they have to have this like big discussion of like, if I can join and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like huge deal. Like, it's just like, you There's should join this thing. for you. There's, yeah. there's already things that are custom just, made for you waiting. Yeah, it's just like automatic acceptance and it's like, uh-huh. It just feels so much better to me. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so long, long story short. No, no. That's, good. That's um, good. I've been there two weeks. Um, I got it my third week Sunday. So awesome. it's been good so far. Mm-hmm. And Gigi's great. No, no. Um, there, there's no, no, no bad blood, no hard feelings, Gigi. <laughs> I just don't want people at church to know about my, my um, Ziploc bags. <laughs> if you're on the Patreon, you know. Uh, if you're not on the Patreon, you should get on the Patreon so you know about the Ziploc bags. 
<laughs> I um yeah. I did join the Discord um a long time ago. Um oh, okay. and um but when I was there I think I find it really hard to talk in a in a dip in, dip out kind of conversation. I need uh so when I when I was there, I think it was quite early, not as early as you, but it was quite early, and there were just a few channels, um, but there would be these huge conversations that um, started, and I just find it really hard to slide in and slide out again. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to know everything that's been said <laughs> so that I can wow. make a considered response and stuff. But I did meet this, and also time zone, like it was really heavy US time zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did meet a German, uh, person called Sabrina, who was oh yeah, Sabrina, fabulous. Yeah. She's still there. Yeah. She's still there. She awesome. pops in here every now and then. Oh, I'd love to catch up with her again, but, um, you should, you then, should jump back in, jump back in. I there. should. The problem I had, and it sounds really stupid, but I started another kind of hobby that involves mm-hmm. using discord mm-hmm. and I could not switch identities. Um, oh, I think you can do that now. Discord. I, I it just, yeah, it was driving me crazy. Um, and I know you can do like a nickname change, but the profile picture stays the same. And I'm just very, on my online stuff, I'm very, very careful not to cross streams. Mm-hmm. So I have like Facebook for very cis family and friends that know me and, and stuff. And I've got Instagram, which is very femme. And I've got Discord, which is this, hobby uh sounds that confusing I um and i never never do they cross right so i am i'm just petrified of putting something out in the world that's on the wrong channel um sounds sounds very confusing and a lot yeah. of work but i do want to touch back in with with sabrina and i and i don't i, I was going to ask you you know is, is there more of an international flavor is it more this yeah you know, my side of the atlantic has, has, has there been any more? There, any there, more there are there are some more people in there. Um, Sarah, I just did the interview with Sarah. Sarah is always on here. Um, she's in Scotland. Okay. Um, there's a few others that are around that area. I don't can't remember their names off the top of my head. They're usually active when I'm asleep. Or at I remember. Work, so. I remember hearing. Is it? Is it Nikki from Ireland? Uh, that Giselle interviewed. She has this massive uh instagram following um, um yeah i think so and i think she just did a live on instagram with savannah hawk mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. if i'm allowed to mention another podcast but yeah you, already, uh, you just did <laughs> sorry <laughs> um well it's not savannah hawk's listening and she wants to be on the podcast reach out to me i would love That'd to have awesome. you on here i can uh, get you on a, a ddt or a round table or something i love i love listening great. to to them but i'm not sh- i don't i don't vibe with that podcast as much as cross yas mm-hmm. um there are a few things that i think are really really cool that they that they've put out uh and i love their relationship you know a cis ally and a um part-time trans person part-time presenting trans person a gender binary uh, gender dual gender she calls it right so mm-hmm. um I love that that dynamic. It's awesome, um, and I just I just found that there's a UK podcast that um, is called Envious, so like envious mm-hmm. but with NB at the front, um, mm-hmm. 
and that's that's very non-binary focused um and that's kind of interesting uh that's helped refine a few thoughts for me um as well but uh, but i had to go somewhere else billy because that long hiatus without um <laughs> without crossy yeah. posting so but yeah, i'm so sorry. glad that every, that you guys are back <laughs> well, I, I i took it over in like january and then I was going through a lot of my own person. That was like when I mentioned earlier, I had a lot of like really lows. That was, that was my really low, like January until Easter ish. That was my like really, really low. Mm. And I had a really hard time putting anything. I had a bunch of a fairly decent amount of things recorded. Right. It just couldn't get to editing them. I couldn't get, Mm. get them out. I feel like some of them just, it's been so much time has passed that they're probably like, completely unrelevant at this point maybe not i don't know mm-hmm. um but I, I think i was averaging like one every three months <laughs> maybe yeah. one of them was me having a mental breakdown <laughs> uh that's valid, that was about though. pronoun stuff that was about pronoun stuff at the, the doctor so I'm, I'm trying to get better though i'm i'm trying to get stuff out more frequently and Giselle yeah. being around. You don't, you don't need to. You don't need to feel bad about it. It's it's the way it is, you know. Um, I remember when Giselle signed off for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I sent her a message, um, just saying, you know, you are still highly relevant, and people are still like. <laughs> certainly, I can speak for myself only, but I still love what you do. It's not. It's not dried up. Um, I don't think. I don't think everything's been said yet. And even if it has, a lot of it bears repeating uh, in different ways with different stories. And, um, mm-hmm. But totally, it totally, may- totally getting the fact that she needed a break. Absolutely. But I think she was saying, I don't know if I've got anything else to say. Um, she may but, not, but you know, everybody, a lot of other people do. Yeah. Even if it's the same yeah. stuff that, that, that bears repeating. Um it's so powerful for people to verbalize their, their thoughts and feelings, even if it's the same things that everyone else has thought or felt. Right. Like just, just you personally getting this stuff out is in my opinion is huge, 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 huge. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, if you so like, you know, when, when you see or talk to Giselle, do send her my, my love and affection because, uh, um, you know, I, I, I I gather she's gone through some stuff, but um, yeah, it's, um, she's missed and valued, and yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, and she means uh, a lot to me, mm-hmm. um, like really on a personal level, because I mean, she, fucking bitch changed my fucking life <laughs> on uh, I, all I kinds kind of levels. Of, from an outsider's perspective, it kind of feels like. She and Sierra like pushed you to move out, and then they did. And then like, I think you hit lockdown, was it, or or like you didn't meet up for ages, or you know something went down. They just, and, and... They just started, you know, living their life. Yeah. <laughs> so I moved out here and got left alone. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I've 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 grown a lot in that period mm-hmm. of time. It kind of forced me to to be more comfortable in myself and, and, and get, you know, get to a point of self-acceptance that I wasn't at before. Mm-hmm. 
the fact that it's happened all in a year is uh, kind of mind blowing to me because I didn't expect to be on hormones uh, and doing the stuff that yeah. I'm doing now. That was never my intention, like when I moved, but mm-hmm. it happened. Like I said earlier, I just I stopped resisting. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I still a little bit of resist. I still resist a little bit, but it's it's it gets easier. It does. I think the only thing I've done hormone wise is I've taken a bit of a testosterone blocker, mm. uh, kind of just to dial down um, that 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 side of me a bit. It has helped with anger. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of tried in this kind of semi purge push out thing. I tried when we went away to not take that stuff. And I didn't like how I felt when I wasn't taking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's a very weird. Cis, that's, a, that's a very cis take on it. Is it? You're so you're so cis to like, you know, want to take this testosterone blocker. <laughs> get off of it and then like not like it you know yeah yeah <laughs> i'm joking i don't i don't know I, I, yeah like i i missed one pill i've missed one pill of estradiol uh, like a week ago and i was freaking the fuck out wow. and it's not even that big of a deal it's just like my morning dose but i was freaking the fuck out and you so, felt it before you remembered I, well, I realized after I left my house to go to work and I was about 15 minutes out and there was really no turning back, but I felt, I did feel it. I felt I was sluggish that day. I think I was a bit more irritable. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, it was only, and it was only one dose. It's really not that huge of a deal in mm-hmm. the grand scheme of things, but I don't know. I didn't like it. So Yeah. 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 Like I say, I, I wish I had a conclusion, but, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep working. (laughs) Well, Um, I I always like to say, um, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm getting there. Right. So maybe look at it like that. Like, Mm -hmm. do you need a conclusion? Do you need a, do you need a final destination? What I need at the moment, I think is clarity. Um, is an idea of a direction. doesn't need to be an endpoint, but I need to have a comfortable, something that feels correct, mm-hmm. a good point in, a, a good balance point with all the other tensions that I've got. So mm-hmm. um, that's what I need to find, I think. So, yeah. If, um, well, if there's anything that I can do to help, um, even if it's just you reaching out to me and talking to me, uh, feel free to reach out anytime. Thank you. And, and I, yes, yeah, I think that for you and for anyone who had similar struggles, you know, where you hit a down a downside, I hope, I hope there's people in, in, in your life, in, in anyone listening's life that you can go to, but if not, if, if the worst you can do is talk to me, then do. Cause, um, yeah, I, I would never want to. I heard it said somewhere recently, I'd rather go, I'd rather 
uh, I'd rather you call me at three in the morning than I go to your funeral. Um, mm-hmm. You know, which, same, same. I, yeah. I feel the same. Cool. Thank you, Billy. Cool. Uh, Sorry, we ended kind of heavy. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any? I don't know. I don't know how do you have to any go other? Like... Do you have any other final thoughts you'd like to to share with anybody? I know we just kind of mm. let it all out right there, but I can't think of anything. Um, no, I'm, I'm I'm super grateful for for the podcast. Um, cool. If if you struggle for motivation, know that people are are jumping at the bit desperate for for a new one or for for, for more or uh, an update from someone or mm-hmm. um, whatever yeah. but maybe yeah. it's maybe it's my fault maybe because i haven't been in the discord maybe that's that's yeah, my own fault really get back in there get back in the discord because it's not lately it hasn't been as uh probably when you started i know ty and i or, or i can't remember what her name was at the time tanya tanya at the time yeah i know we were doing a lot of really heavy conversations back then because we were figuring ourselves out yeah um, now it's 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 a bit easier to follow now there's a good mix of people that good mix of people there and try to jump back in i think i think i think it would do you some good we we have a lot of more channels now it's not just like the one there's yeah. a lot a lot of stuff going on there so i, I, I think, think it'd be cool to to, to talk to you and I, I get, I think I get most or have in the past got most out of like uh, one-on-one chats. Mm-hmm. So like with Sabrina, I'd love to catch up with her. I feel really bad because mm-hmm. I hadn't uh, left her hanging a bit. Uh, and at the time, I think we were the only two Europeans there. So <laughs> yeah, um, there, there's a, there are a few more there there's now. There's a few more. Um, that's cool. There are a few more there now. Awesome. And Sarah, Sarah is, um, she just joined earlier this year and I just did an interview with her. She's, she's great. I love talking to her. I video chat with her on there all the time. Cool. I was doing like a four hour video chat with her last weekend. Yeah. So she's great. She's great. And, um, and it, it's a comfortable place. I'm assuming for people to mm-hmm. show up however they feel like presenting that day. It, yes. Yes. Yeah. That's great. hundred percent. Thanks, Billy. I, oh, I really cool. appreciate it. Thanks for making the time and everything. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, thanks for giving us an update and, and you know, being vulnerable and sharing your story. You, you, you do deserve to be heard. You are loved. And um, thank you so much. No, of course. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I want to send my biggest thanks and hugs to Sophia for taking the time to chat with me and giving us all an update to where she is and has been. Um, If you enjoyed the conclusion to Sophia's story or something really hit close to home and would like to share your own, please reach out to myself or Giselle on the Cross Yas Instagram, uh, crossyaspodcast.com or the Cross Yas Confidential Discord. Um, it's, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know how to spell it, but it's C-R-O-S-S-Y-A-A-S. Um, you know, also like this, this, this episode really hit close home to me. Just, I just hear a lot of struggle in in Sophia's voice and, and, 
I hope that she gets the help that she needs and deserves. And if, you know, you're struggling with things that, that you're keeping internalized, please seek out some kind of help because it's not, it's not worth dealing with all that, that internal mental anguish. Um, but anyway, I love y'all. Take care. And remember, be yourself. Bye. I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story, have others come on the podcast to share their story, to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender.